Hi, everyone. Today, we're going to talk about how global plants-based ingredients company Ingredion is leading the way with its innovative approach to internal investigations and speak-up culture. I'm your host, Bill Coffin, and this is The Ethicast. Ingredion is a leading plant-based global ingredients solutions company headquartered in Westchester, Illinois. The company makes sweeteners, starches, nutrition ingredients, and biomaterials that are used in a wide range of food, beverages, paper, and pharmaceutical. Or, to quote Ingredion itself, and I love this, quote, We turn grains, fruits, vegetables, and other plant materials into ingredients that make crackers crunchy, candy sweet, yogurt creamy, lotions and creams silky, plastics biodegradable, and tissues softer and stronger. Ingredion is also a current world's most ethical company's honoree, a distinction it has earned an impressive 10 times. So it came as no surprise when we learned that the company is doing some compelling work in the area of speak-up culture and internal investigations, which is why we reached out to learn more. With us today is Ingredion Vice President and General Counsel Compliance, Kimberly White. Kim is an experienced attorney and senior executive whose passion for integrated ethics and compliance solutions has helped to build robust business integrity programs at companies within global, highly competitive business environments. Kim, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. I understand that Ingredion conducts post-investigation interviews with witnesses. Now, this is something that only 10% of the world's most ethical companies do. So can you talk about what has encouraged this innovative approach and what traction it's getting so far? Yes, absolutely. So we started this about a year and a half, maybe even two years ago now. Um, and the idea behind it was really that we wanted, first of all, make certain that we are aligning with our principles. We train our investigators. We have a very robust um, protocol with respect to our investigations process. We wanted to make certain that we were meeting those obligations, first of all. And then secondly, we want to make certain that people feel heard at every step of the process. So when people feel heard and they feel that they are engaged and that we are listening, that also helps us to continuously improve. So we want to see how people were actually interacting with this process, whether they come in as a reporter, whether they come in as a witness, or even as an implicated person. What's an area where you feel that organizations run into the most difficulty when it comes to investigations? And more importantly, what's the best practice you can recommend that addresses that? Right. So uh, I think one of the things that you really run into with investigations, well, actually, it's a couple of things. One is uh, making certain that you've got the right person doing the investigation, uh, making certain that they have the right skill set, making certain that um, there are that objectivity and confidentiality is maintained and that you're monitoring your environment for any kind of intentional or inadvertent uh, retaliation, which is always a very uh, contentious part of any type of reporting internally. So I think a best practice is, and one of them is what led to us doing the survey, is to monitor that. We want to find out, first of all, how people are engaging. Are they getting what they need? Are they understanding the process? You have to do a multi-pronged approach to really get there to monitor your environment. Um, so you can't just say, we don't like retaliation or we have a policy. That's all great. But then you want to take that a step further, right? You want to then say, okay, now that we know that um, we have this policy, do people understand it? Do people feel that we mean it, right? Are we repeating it? Are we doing, we do lunch and learns, for example, where we talk about um, exactly what is this process? Demystifying the process helps a lot. 
So I would say not just having the policy, but communicating it and communicating what people can expect. If you ever have to engage the hotline, or we call it the business ethics line, this is what you can expect. This is what it does, and, and this is who runs it. This is the channels, and these are the languages. All of these things are very helpful. The other side of that as a best practice is train your investigators, and not a one and done. So for example, the way our protocol works is that we have base training that's, uh, part, that has three modules to it. That's the investigator basic training. Then we do quarterly updates of different types of training, different focusing on different skill sets, if you will. So we just did one on what happens when you're interviewing. What, what are some skills that you can do for report writing? What are um, some unique ways that you can um, engage the person that you're um, enlisting, trying to elicit information um, from? Or we might do, um, how do you review documents? And what documents do you need? Do you understand what the relevant policies are, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we do this each quarter. So after the, the investigators get the basic training, then we do what we call skills training. And that's every quarter. Um, and it's very fresh in my mind because we just did some last week. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we do two series. We do our, our folks here in the Western Hemisphere, in the Americas, and we also do Asia and EMEA as well. So we have, so it's two times a day um, for us. And so we get questions, we encourage, it's interactive. We um, ask people, quizzes, you know, so we try to kind of get that, we try to get that engagement of our investigators. So they're really thinking about it. And they're always well attended because as you know, another thing that you're always facing something new with an investigation. So having that opportunity to ask questions about, hey, well, what about this? Well, what about recording? What about, because people are puzzled and you want to be able to provide that information in as much real time as you possibly can. So I think that's a really be a real best practice. It's really just engaging with your investigators and making certain that they are fully supported and trained. So all this kind of gets back to a larger thing, which is speak up culture, which is so, so important. And yet a lot of companies tend to struggle with it. So can you speak to that? And most importantly, can you speak to what Ingridion is doing that really empowers its employees to speak up against misconduct? Absolutely. Well, the first thing that we do is we make certain we collaborate with our business partners. Um, so that's HR, DEI, sustainability. We want to make certain that we're part of that conversation with them so that as matters arise, people know where to go. So that's the first thing. You really want to build a partnership across your functions. And then secondly, you want to make certain that you're not only strengthening your internal processes, but the people who are handling those processes and the tools that they use. Do they give them the right resources at the right time to re report matters? For example, um, we have something that we call a manager report form. So they don't have to handle it themselves. Just write down a few things. You can write it in your own language. It gets fed up into our system, and then we take it from there and triage it. Anything we can do to make it easier, more accessible, all of these things help with speak up culture. And then the other side of that is then demystifying it for everyone else, right? So we want to make certain we have, we're doing a compliance minute that we're calling it, uh, uh, where we just do a recorded video where people, where we have people talking about, well, what can I expect when I call in the hotline? What happens? You know, and so we're doing that. We're going to shoot that out to folks um, later in the quarter. We are also going to do our lunch and learns where we talk about, we take people through an investigation and say, okay, you're the reporter. Here's what happens. Okay, now you are the investigator. What would the investigator be looking for? And so they start to understand what that process is. They start to understand what, why confidentiality is so important. Um, when you start 
pulling the lid off of things and you really start shining a spotlight on it, it becomes less scary. And if it's less scary, then people are more likely to engage. Moreover, when we follow up with the survey that we talked about earlier, then people have a positive experience. And the one thing I forgot to mention, Bill, that I definitely want to mention is that we have gotten um, more than 100 responses um, from those surveys. And we have found even with people who are implicated, those are the people who are alleged to have done something wrong, they are coming up and saying, you know what, this was not a bad experience. And I think that's a real testament to um, our speak up culture and our, also our processes. And that's what we want to do. But even if it were the other way, we'd want that information too, so that we know where we can make improvements. Well, Kim, we really appreciate you coming on the show today. And thank you so much for sharing your experience and insights with our audience about the great work that's underway at, at Ingredion. Thank you. I'm just delighted to be here. And then, you know, Ingredion really takes Speak Up Culture seriously. We take our business integrity program seriously from the top down. We have the leadership support. And we, of course, we have Ethisphere that helps us also continuously improve. And so we are just thrilled to be honored and to be a 10-time honoree. So thank you to Ethisphere and thank you to all of my colleagues out there who make this such a wonderful practice so that we can really level up the game for all corporations to be ethical business partners. To learn more about what Kimberly and her team are accomplishing, please visit Ingredion.com and mouse over the Our Company dropdown on the upper right corner of the page. There, you'll find links to Ingredion's sustainability, corporate responsibility, and diversity, equity, and inclusion programs. But most of all, be sure to click on the link for Business Integrity, Ethics, and Compliance for an integrity message from Ingredion CEO Jim Zally, Ingredion's Code of Conduct, and more. For a wealth of free resources on investigations and reporting, please visit the Ethisphere Resource Center at ethisphere.com resources. And finally, if you know of a practitioner or a program that exemplifies excellence within the ethics economy, let us know at ethicast at ethisphere.com. We'd love to spotlight their best practices and success stories on the show. I'm Bill Coffin, and this has been The Ethicast. For more episodes, please visit the Ethisphere YouTube channel at youtube.com ethisphere. And if this is your first time enjoying the show, please make sure to like and subscribe either on YouTube or on our podcasting platforms at Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Music. Thanks so much for joining us. And until next time, remember, strong ethics is good business. Ethics doesn't just happen. You need to put in the time. So make sure to register for the 15th Annual Global Ethics Summit, a live and virtual event in Atlanta, Georgia, from April 22nd through the 24th. Save $200 by using the code ETHICAST at registration. To learn more, visit attendges.com.